Hello, and welcome back to A Pinch of Honesty. Welcome, 2022. It uh, seems like 2022 should be like sci-fi. I don't know. (laughs) In my head, right, 2022 is so far from where we started that uh, things should be just ridiculously different than they are, and they're not. So let's talk about the holidays and the role over the new year and where are we and how do we catch up, friends? So the holidays, one of the things I've realized, um, and I and I talked about this before, stuff even got crazy, was the holidays just are crazy, right? And one of the things that I really pulled out of this holiday season is that it's actually my husband begins to act um, pretty rough as the holiday kind of continues. And I think it's just being with family kind of nonstop for him because his family was here. Now, with that being said, right, we're all back to work. School starts back up. And I know of four families that all have COVID. <laughs> so everyone came back from the holidays with COVID. Um, but during that, that, that break that we had, um, I realized that I honestly believe that COVID will probably be around, you know, for the rest of my life. And not only that, but um, my daughter will probably graduate from high school with us feeling the impacts of this. And one of the things that we have strived really to do with her is to raise her in such a way that she sees the world um, at its finest and at its worst, right? We want her to, to see all the beauty and to see some of the despair and to understand her place in the world and to really have a good sense of how big the earth is, right? And how diverse the earth is. And the only real way to do that is to immerse into cultures. And so, you know, we've been talking about spring break and what do we do for spring break? And it's like COVID, 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 COVID. And, and yes, COVID is here. But, you know, my husband and I have started traveling for work. And I feel like if I'm going to go somewhere for work, then I am definitely going to take the leap to go somewhere for fun. And so, you know, I, I kind of brought up with my husband that he's just been not making decisions. And I think a lot of this is he's introverted and change is hard for him and COVID has just been hard for him. And so, you know, we sat down and I was like, I want to go to Nepal. Well, so we started looking at Nepal and the flights in and out are strange. They don't have them all the time now. So I was like, fine, I want to go to Thailand. So we look again, flights are strange. And I'm like, damn it. You know, I have this list. I have this list of like 10 places that I really want to see before I die. Um, and so Mike was like, okay, well, he was like, how about Egypt? And I was like, all right, let's look. Right. So we look and we can get in and out of Cairo and the flights are reasonable and the hotels are reasonable. And, you know, cause people really aren't traveling. And so we just bit the gun and we're like, that's it, right? Like we are going to go, we're just going to go and we're going to protect ourselves. We're going to be as responsible as we can and we're just going to do it. So it was a big, it was a kind of a big leap for us. And, and it's got me really on this path of um, feeling the travel vibe, right? Wanting to travel and really hoping that our daughter enjoys this. So we shall see. Um, in my notes for today, you know, I wanted to kind of give a wrap up of what 2021 held in store for me. And um, I'm going to do, I think the next podcast, I'm really going to go through and do a huge book review. Um, but for this, I just kind of wanted to share where I kind of excelled, um, where I saw, you know, some, I would say not issues, but where I kind of was lacking this year and what I'm going to do about it. So I ran 176 miles. 
which I would say the most I've ever run in a year is probably 220. And when I started looking at the stats, you know, part of me was like, look, like if I just did 20 miles a month and then I did my big month for my birthday month and my big month for my sister's birthday month, that would get me to 300 miles this next year. And so that's the plan now. Now, of course, since January 1st rolled around, we had this huge snowstorm and I can't go out and run because the roads are icy. Um, but I will do 20 miles um, each month. That is my goal. And so I see that number of 176 miles. And I think, you know, that's easy for me to kind of increase those miles. And so I'm, I'm kind of excited to try. Um, I knit 13,133 yards, um, which is an astonishing amount. And I would say the majority of that was just de-stashing, right? Like just going through and actually using up stash, which makes me really happy um, because I am decluttering and I'm decluttering in such a way that I'm making stuff for me. I'm making stuff for my family, making stuff for friends. And so um, I really, you know, I, I couldn't be more excited about that number. Um, I only spun, you know, so I spin yarn as well. And I only spun 260 yards. And I did that right at the end of the year, just because I was like, I need to spin something. And so that's one of those numbers that I do want to increase, right? I want to go through that stash that I have saved of all this fiber and go through and spin it up. Um, I had a goal of reading 50 books this year and I blew past it, right? So I read 134 books this year and that doesn't actually take into account some of the books that I read multiple times, right? So Goodbye Things, which, you know, I couldn't say enough about on the podcast. Um, I, I, I listened to that book three times this past year, three times, the exact same book. And I got something out of it every single time, right? Um, but when I look at that number, 134 books, and I think to myself, okay, you know, what would I like to strive for? Um, my daughter's little friend was like, go for 200. And I was like, you know what? Having a goal that's a goal that's probably really hard to reach isn't a bad thing. So um, I'm going to shoot for 200 this year. Now, when I look at, you know, overall, what did I read, right? Of course, I read a lot of paranormal, paranormal romance, um, kind of fantasy, cozy mysteries. Um, I really, really got into um, Daniel Garrett. So I will, you know, I'll go through and I'll do, a, I think, a, a big review of kind of a lot of these. But, you know, I went through and, and I, I went through the majority of her, um, of her whole library this year. Um, of course, you know, there is, um, I'm, I'm looking through the list right now. Um, there are like, uh, little cozy mysteries that pop up where I just did one-offs. Those were great. Um, J.S. Morin, who again is a sci-fi writer, right? Like I, I pounded through a number of his new books that came out. I picked up some series that I had kind of dropped off a little bit, um, to kind of get caught up with those. And so that was actually kind of nice, right? So the, um, Faith Hunter, Jane Yellowrock books, you know, I picked those back up, which was great. Um, and I really enjoyed those. Molly Harper, I really dug into as well. And I went through, you know, um, quite a few Molly Harper novels. I wouldn't say nearly as many as Daniel Garrett, um, but Molly's up there quite a bit as well. Um, you know, I threw in the kind of more sci-fi here and there um, books there are some kind of quirky books, you know, and I'll cover these. Um, there is, you know, I'm trying to see here. Oh, out of Molly. Yeah. So some of the stuff out of Molly Harper, um, I did really get into was the mystic Bayou series, which, um, I quite liked. And then actually Dakota Cassidy. So Dakota Cassidy had, um, two series, which I, I went through and one of them, I'm kind of depressed that there aren't more of them. So, um, anyway, so that's just kind of a smattering of some of the authors, but what I'm going to do is I'll do the next podcast will be just kind of a breakdown of each of these series, sort of the highs, the lows, what I thought was really great. 
and um, things I really thought were worth the time, money, effort to actually go through. And um, I have listened to a read. So I went through and I looked at, okay, here's all the other projects I've been working on and things that I've finished. And, you know, I told you that, you know, this year, my, my mantra really is carpe diem and I want to be present here and now. So, you know, there was a beautiful sunset the other night and I ran outside and I took a picture of my kid and I took a picture of the sunset and it was stunning. And it was icy cold. Um, mostly cause she was outside playing and I was like, Oh God, I mean, it was really cold. Um, but really trying to be more present than, you know, when those things are happening, right? Like I do often look out the window and say, Oh, pretty sunset. But do I ever like run outside to take a picture? No, not really. And there's something to be said for actually physically being in the elements. And so I am actively trying to be more present. Um, but one of the things that kind of keeps niggling at me and it's, and it's, it's something that sits there and it flares and it niggles for any of you that have been listening to the podcast, you know, this, right. Um, I love writing, right. I love reading funny, quirky stories. I love writing funny, quirky stories. Um, and in general, I have found that I'm much better at completion when I have somebody else. So like the first full novel that I wrote, I wrote with a girlfriend named Susan and, you know, we self-published fun chiclety romance, right? Like just fun chiclety romance fluff. Um, I went through, you know, when we were doing the choose your own adventure and I did that with my buddy Stylo, right? When I have somebody, you know, I definitely feel this motivation for completion. Like there's somebody else who's depending on me. So there's two things that are kind of like out there. The first is that probably a good 15 years ago, a number of us sat down and each of us took a chapter and we did a murder mystery that was from the oldest person who was kind of in our friends group all the way to the youngest. And since then, you know, I honestly believe I think two of the folks have actually died that worked on it. We never did anything with it. And so I think I'm going to contact my girlfriend, Susan, and see, you know, if there's something maybe where we could even just do a short run of the books and send them out to the folks who are still alive that worked on it, right? Because I'm sure to them, right, it's like, they're, it's almost gone, right? Like it, it was just, you know, a chapter of their life and whatever. Um, it was a super fun mystery. Um, it definitely needs editing, right? So it does require work on my part <laughs> to actually get it out the door. But, but I think, I think it's, it's worthwhile work, right? And then I have had these three novels where, you know, I have sketched out things and I have, um, where I've written whole portions of the story and then I go back and I hate sections of them and I tear them out and then I rewrite them. And, you know, one involves kind of a, a funky sci-fi world. One involves kind of a modern world, with, but with vampires. And I'm having a hard time getting over the hump, mostly because it's like, why, right? Like I ask myself, why? What is, what is the purpose of actually writing these things? And what I had to remind myself over the holidays, you know, especially when I'm working on my watercolors, I don't work on my watercolors for a why, right? Like I don't work on them to deliver them to somebody or for somebody to look at them and say, Ooh, that's so awesome. But I, I don't do any of those things, right? I work on them for me. And it's kind of the same thing with writing, right? Like I write for me. I enjoy a good story. I enjoy telling a good story. Um, and I often get pretty passionate about stories I tell. So I decided to invest in a little device that will allow me to travel and type and then export I've often used um, 750 Word, which is a thing where every day, you know, you can just log in and you can write your 750 words to just try to keep up with them. And I found that to be more irritating than useful, mostly because of how things get exported and then where things get stored and those types of things. Now, granted, everything stays on a server, which is great because I can go back and I can look at things, you know, from 10 years ago. Um, 
but it's it's less organization than I would like. And so I think with this new device that's coming, and I'll give a full review once I actually go through to test it out, um, I'm going to see how these things work for me and then whether or not I can actually push out kind of some interesting, fun stories, if not for the world, for me, right? Just for me. And so with that, I believe that it was everything I intended to cover today was just to say welcome to 2022. I hope you set some intentions. I hope that um, COVID and the world isn't making you too depressed. Um, And hopefully you hear my voice and know that I'm thinking of you. And I'm thinking of every single one of you that listens to this. And I'm sending you good vibes, warm hugs, and the happiest of New Year's. I'll catch you on the flip side.